Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our program. <laughs> Why do we own this DVD? Your true host, Sean Takaki, and his wife, Diane. Diane and Sean. Yeah. Why do we own this DVD? Sean Takaki and his wife Diane. Yeah. Just want to say, why do we own this DVD? Lorraine Norman. Okay, we're recording. Oh no, my notes. I mean, my ad. Clinky, clinky in my cup. Are you playing with our Google Home? Our cat is trying to, like, wake the, the speaker up and ask it questions. She's trying to join forces with the AI. She's like, I'm going to pick your next DVD. And this is how cats and robots rule the world. Oh, my God. That's a great premise. Cats and robots. I like my premise of we wake up in 2021 and the internet doesn't exist. Um, no. So then we wouldn't have a podcast. No, that's a, that seems terrifying. <laughs> right? What would you do? Who would? Who? You would, no thing, one would know anything anymore. But we've we've lived through that before. We should know what you wake we'd up be, and we'd be trying to remember, remember memes. You wake up and you're like, well, I guess I'll turn on the TV. We would only speak in archaic memes. Ermagerd, Gersberms. People are like, wow. They'd be like an Ermagerd tribe. This is what the internet internet did to people. They'd be like, I like turtles tribe. You know, you're just naming memes from like 10 years ago right now. I know. Those are the ones that my gotta, generation remembers. No one knows. Yours, no one knows the, the, the meme I had to explain to you today. Well, I, I didn't understand the relevancy of One Direction. That's all. Sean doesn't understand who One Direction was. I don't. I understand who they were. I don't understand why they're still relevant now. <sighs> it's not important. Okay. Hello and welcome to Why Do We Own This DVD? I mean, DVD? if it was History of the World Part 2 that people were referencing or whatever, then... Then the meme wouldn't make sense. Or, well, I mean, not the meme, but I mean, just as a reference point. Because that's been... It's not like One Direction is like a running joke of like a continuation of something. Their hiatus is a running joke. They're a, to fans. They're a running joke. Wow. <laughs> I want you to tell that to Harry Styles' face. You couldn't, you would shiver in fear if you saw him up close. No, I'd be like, oh, you're a pretty man. It's very pretty. Um, okay. <laughs> On that note, this is Why Do We Own This DVD? This is a podcast. It's a podcast. That's a podcast. We're all a podcast. <laughs> wow. I'm tired and I have the Seven heat o'clock. Strokes. It's hot outside. It's Hopefully, the heat. it's been like 90. Degrees for the past like fourteen days or something. Has it been ninety eight degrees or is it only in one direction? <sighs> I've seen both of them in concert. Oh, la di da. La di da. We like to party. Burp. I'm Diane, uh, the one who's seen One Direction and ninety eight degrees in concert and in sync. That's Sean. Uh, we talk about our DVD collection. And DVD. tonight we're talking about we're going back to animation. I don't know what? what we remember. There was a time when we had like 
three in a row. Yeah, and you complained, oh, another animated movie. And then we didn't have any for a while. And then that's how you end up getting payback. And you're like, oh, well, I'm like, well, it's not animated. I don't like it. I, that conversation <laughs> never I'm making up my own conversation because I don't remember things. Because Sean's old and it's 7 o'clock on a Friday night and he's tired. <laughs> it's baby bedtime. Bedtime for babies. Bedtime for babies. It's been a long week. You're a long right? week. Yeah, it has been a long week, actually. I mean, I just went to work every day and did the normal work stuff. There's been no weather. It's only been heat. As if we're supposed to get rain on Sunday and then like a high of 67 or something on Monday. I'm like, that's like 40 degrees cooler than it was last week. I watered my grass two times this week for the first times since we've been this the house. first time Never had to water forever. the grass before. Um, speaking of that song I just sang, we're not talking about Frozen. But we're talking about a movie that I think exists in the, it's same, the same world. Universe? Sure. Uh, we're talking about from 2010... Disney's 50th animated feature, Tangled. But we have no president to pair this one up with. We have no, we know we, we like to uh, pair up our Disney animated features with the corresponding number president. We are only at 46. So we'll do a retrospective in four presidential terms from now. Wow, you think we'll be alive? Or maybe, maybe not even four. It, would have to be, it could be as many as like, what, eight, seven or eight, maybe? We don't know. I don't want to think about it. Uh, yes. Number 50. Big deal for Disney. Sure. It's the... Is it the golden anniversary of... Would it be the golden... I don't know. Like, Did what's they... 50? I don't like know. 50th anniversary. Isn't that gold? Sure. Diamond? I don't know. No, because silver was... You know what? I don't Was know. that 75? Why would silver, silver? be higher than... Gold. I don't think 50 is gold. I think 100 is gold. <laughs> oh, my God. It doesn't matter because Disney doesn't celebrate with precious gemstones. Hold on. Let's Google this shit. <sighs> so this movie opened November 24th, 2010. Um, Where were we? We were living in uh, Torrance. Sure. California. Our daughter was two. Um. Yeah, gold, 50. Durr. Great. <clears throat> we did not see this in the theater. We ended up buying it. We didn't see it in the theater? Why no, didn't we see it in the theater? because she was two and we weren't oh, seeing... Oh, we had a child. That's right. We weren't seeing things in theater. We weren't leaving the house with baby. Well, we were. We just weren't going to no. see movies with her. No, we were hermits for two years. Not really. <clears throat> um... We ended up buying it, and I don't know if it's because we like rented it and she enjoyed it, so let's just buy it. And she ended up watching it a lot. No, we never rented before we bought. We all we just bought. Okay, I don't care. Other things we may have rented back in olden times, or Redboxed or Netflix DVD'd. We might have got this from Netflix, like sent you know in the mail. I don't know. Anyway, bottom line was that our daughter really enjoyed it, and of course I did because it's. I'm a sucker for Disney princesses, even though we're not supposed to be, but I am. Well, you're part of the problem. <laughs> wow. Just let me enjoy a nice princess movie. I God. fucking love all the princess movies. Do you I know? I am also part of the problem. <laughs> you are so problematic. Probably. You pro know that pro this movie, it was originally called Rapunzel. 
or Rapunzel unbraided, I what? think. Don't I'll read like more. But they um Yeah, they so before the film's release, the title was changed from Rapunzel to Tangled, reportedly to market the film the bleh, gender neutrally. They wanted to market to both yeah, Okay. Not just girls. Sure. Um Disney was criticized for altering the title as a marketing strategy. Strategy. But, I mean, that's what they did. It was a marketing strategy. I don't think I'm going to criticize them for that. No, I mean, they're mm-hmm. um, they're not an altruistic company. They're not a charity. They're not giving away entertainment. They I mean, need they're people selling to entertainment. Yeah. So, um, Floyd Norman. He's a former Disney and Pixar animator. And he said, the idea of changing the title of a classic like Rapunzel to Tangled is beyond stupid. I'm convinced they'll gain nothing from this except the public seeing Disney as desperately trying to find an audience. I'm in a hard disagree so with So does that it. guy still have a job? <clears throat> Such former. He probably works oh. for... For a Sony. <laughs> oh, God. Fox Animation. All dogs go to heaven. Seven. <laughs> <clears throat> and then in 2014, um, ex- executive producer John Lasseter, take him as you will, um, he explained that Disney changed the name to improve the film's appeal to the four quadrants. Do you know what the four quadrants are? Young, old, boy, girl. Yes. It's actually like um, male, female, both over and under 25. Mm-hmm. So you got the under 25s, the over 25s, you got the boys and the girls. And you can throw non-binaries in there too if you want. Right in the middle. Um. So yeah, that that was the big like controversy and like sure if that's all that they generated as far as controversy and they think fine. because princess and the frog wasn't the hit they wanted it to be and they thought that it was because the, the word princess, princess was yeah. in the title of course again if they had referenced like the frog lo- prince well do you think if they named it the frog prince no it would have gotten because mm. i know guys who love princess and the frog i don't i mean i don't the remember Boys aren't going to want to see it. I mean, it's bull. Everyone knows it's bullshit. Again, this but is from I think a- the I, the thinking is that boys aren't going to want to ask for it. Like you said, hey, we're going to go see this movie. They're like, yeah, great. They're not going to go. Hey, mom, can we go see the princess and the frog? That's the I think that's the thinking, which is of course ridiculous. So if I mean, if they had changed princess and the frog to. Either something centering around the lo- the locale. Like down New Orleans. And the frog or something. Or not even mention the frog. I don't know. Just if they made it, you know. But then they would say, this title is too far from the original story. Like they did with Rapunzel and... I mean, or they could have called it tangled. Blackish. Wow. What? I Because that was a big deal, too. The title of the Took TV them- show? Well, no, I mean... The fact that oh, it's that, no. <laughs> I'm so confused by your random shout out of the word blackish. Well, I mean, that's where like I got the that. TV yes, show? Yeah, that's where I got it from. But I mean, the fact that this the story is a black story mm-hmm. should have been controversy enough for the alt right. And it was hand drawn. That's why it looks so good. But you know what looks good? Tangled. Tangled looks, well, Tangled is just whimsy for the eyeballs. It's just such a... <laughs> whimsy for the eyeballs. Eyeball whimsy. Hi, Frankie. You're, why are you on there? 
Frankie's our cat, if you're wondering who Sean is randomly talking to. Frankie, a.k.a. Frankenbeans. So, of course, Tangled, based on the story of Rapunzel by... Who wrote Who wrote Rapunzel? Wasn't that some woman? The Brothers Grimm. Wow. No, didn't they take that story from some... Did the Brothers Grimm take that story? Well, they took Cinderella from No, someone. I know, but I mean... Oh. doesn't matter. If you want more information on Rapunzel, you can listen to the episode, uh, This Film is Lit. They covered Rapunzel and Tangled. We're not going to talk about the story of Rapunzel. <laughs> we only talk about Tangled. So, uh, yeah, Rapunzel, she's a, lo- uh, a lost young princess with magical long blonde hair who yearns to leave her secluded tower against her father. Father, I almost said father. Her foster mother's wishes. She accepts the aid of an intruder to take her out into the world she has never seen. It's a basic premise. But I mean, I know we mentioned it before. The Rapunzel in the story doesn't have magical hair. She was just trapped in a tower, right? Maybe. Like she had long. Not a hundred percent sure. I've I, never read Rapunzel. Like I know the hair was the means of getting into the tower. You know, because of the whole. Let down your head. Yeah, okay. That's what she sounds like when she says it. Sure, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but I mean, mm-hmm. it, I think, isn't that the only kind of thing that carried over from Rapunzel? Mm, you know, I'm not 100% sure. Doesn't really matter in our case. Because I think, I mean, she was kept in the tower to keep her from... It is a plot device. Yeah. I, I, I thought in the story, I don't know, because I don't know Rapunzel, the story. I mean, the yeah, ner- I, did you fairy tale. But I kind of remember that her, that the mother Gothel character was like a witch or something who made a bargain to get the daughter be- from mm-hmm, mm-hmm. her, whoever the Rapunzel's parents were. Mm-hmm. I know that. I kind of know that much. And I'm guessing the only reason why she was in the tower was like, protect her from knowing the touch of a man probably Ew. you know because it is a it is a german a gross german story is so. it yeah a gross german story i'm sure it is with creepy doesn't, men doesn't she get knocked up when she's young and then mm. the stepmom whoever kills the father or okay. something okay um know. when i was younger i got this mixed up with rumpelstiltskin because they the were name? the same name in my head rapunzel stiltskin yeah that would be awesome Rapunzel falls asleep Mash for, up. for 80 years or whatever. <laughs> this movie is directed by Nathan Greeno and Brian, no, Byron Howard. I don't know who they are. I thought it was Greco. Wasn't I thought, it, well, I copied and pasted the end. Oh. Doesn't matter. I remember in the, when the titles came up on screen, it looked like it said Greco. It could have been Greeno because of the weird font. I ran out of breath. <laughs> oh my God. We are. <laughs> Having a night. So let's let's talk about Tangled. Who is our voice cast? I love all of them. They are. They all are. Oh. What happened to you? <laughs> and out of breath and I'll stop. Oh yeah, it is Nathan Greeno. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, the, the voice looked like a C. Great. The voice cast is uh, Chef's Kiss. <laughs> what was I need that? My you, we're not even drunk <laughs> it's been a long week we are neither drunk uh, nor high <laughs> okay Rapunzel is voiced by Mandy Moore love it 
Love Mandy Moore. I've always been a fan ever since Candy. And she does speaking and singing. Of course. They don't do the switch yeah. off anymore. Because I was like listening to it and I'm, I don't hear Mandy Moore. I'm like, good. You don't listen to her music like, like I good do. Good job, Mandy. She sounds exactly like Mandy Moore to me. I don't know. Because I listened. I've listened to hers for 20 years. <sighs> the young Rapunzel is voiced by Delaney Rose Stein. I don't know who that is. Uh, Flynn Rider. He is our hero in this movie. Um, voiced by Zachary Levi. And I'll, if this, also love it. He's great. If this was a live action movie, you know who I would cast as Flynn Rider. No. It looks just like him. Who? Mr. Gyllenhaal. Oh, for fuck's sake. He would be my... We had to put a moratorium on you and Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I would cast him as Flynn Rider. Oh, God. Okay. Next. Can you, like, Moving join on. the conversation? I'm waiting for you to name names. That isn't Jake Gyllenhaal. So you know who I would cast as No, I don't care. Oh, who? No. Mother Gothel is voiced by Donna Murphy. Of course, last night I'm like, oh, this is Jennifer Saunders, right? And I'm like, yeah, of course. No, that's Shrek 2. Yeah. She plays Fairy Godmother. This is Donna Murphy. Um... And then we have our like very small roles because those are like the main three. There's the hook hand thug voiced by Brad Garrett from uh, Everybody Loves everybody, Raymond. I almost said My Three Sons. Wow. <laughs> everybody Loves Raymond. The Stabbington brother. Ron Perlman, isn't he? Ron Perlman. I mean, it even looks like him. Big Nose Thug is Jeffrey Tambor. Vlad is Richard Keel. Captain of the Guard, MC Ganey. I don't know who that is. And then, of course, Short Thug, voiced by Mr. Paul F. Tompkins. Friend of the show, Paul Friend F. Friend of the show, Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> um, yeah, we, this. I think Mandy Moore and Zachary Levi are just... They're, you can say it. They are fucking delightful. They are just delightful. And, of course, we were, you know, we were fans of Zachary Levi from Chuck. Chuck. We watched, we were Chuck people. Um... We saw him live and in person. Yeah, we were just a couple randomly, feet of, a couple feet away from him, <laughs> standing on the street in San Diego. Nerd HQ. Uh huh. Yeah, he was just holding court. Yeah, I'm like, oh look at it, <laughs> Zachary Levi. Look, he's, it's Chuck. He's tall. He's taller he than tall. I expected. He's tall. Um, I still haven't seen Shazam, though. Everyone, I know a lot of people seem to like it. I tried watching it, and I was having issues with AirPlay, and it wouldn't play. And I was like, ah. Um. Rapunzel as a character is like I don't know what other word to use besides adorable. She might be the cutest illustrated princess. She's very cute. I mean, I don't know what words to use. I, 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 she, she would be neck and neck with Anna. I think as mm. far as like cute character. Interesting. Interesting. What about Ariel? No. No. Okay. I mean, I am a sucker for a redhead, but I mean... Sure. There's your Anna. But I've got Anna for that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Rapunzel is blonde. Very blonde. Mm-hmm. That hair is insane. Yeah. So... I, I'm, I'm surprised. I don't... I didn't have a problem with the hair. Because I... Hair, hair... The idea of all that hair gives me the 
the willies. But she utilizes it so well. She knows exactly what to do with it. It's like a weapon and a tool. And mm-hmm. you, so you don't really look at it as hair. Like, oh, it's like a rope that's connected. And to like her. when it's wet, it's not like horrifying either, which mm. that's, that makes me, that wouldn't make me gag, I think. Sean's an interesting person. Guys. Like the hair in the ring when Naomi Watts finds Samara in the well and just a handful oh, it's, it of It looks so hair. heavy. <laughs> so this movie, we, we find out that uh, Mother Gothel has um, found a flower that keeps her young. A single drop of sunlight yes. fell and made a magical flower. And um, how does she know the song? Why not? I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess and why then, is there a magical um, flower also? But She tries to steal it, but then... Well, she keeps it hidden all these years. Yeah. And then but one then, day she's caught, or the flower is caught by she other people. Because she carelessly knocks over her little Heidi thing. Yeah. And so she loses her flower, but then she sees, finds out that the flower is now part of Rapunzel. So she kidnaps Rapunzel. Because the king and queen in the kingdom, she, the queen is having labor issues and is dying. Oh, yeah. They need that. And so she, they know right. the myth of like this magical flower has healing properties. Yes. So they heal. So they do find mom. it, get it, make a tea out of it or something. Yeah. They give it to the mom. And then when Rapunzel is born, she has She's this, imbued. She's with, imbued with this magical power. <laughs> And mostly in her hair. When you hold her, her hair, it's healing powers. And when you hold it and sing the flower song, um, you stay young, which is why Mother Gothel is after this because she has issues. Mother Gothel has got some issues. And you know what? Watching this last night, I'm like, it's she? the classic Hollywood, the woman in Hollywood story who's getting aged out of stuff. Anything to she, stay young. She may be one of my favorite villains. I. Because she is the most complex and real life villain there is. Like she's not over the top, you know, she's not like Jafar or Ursula. She's someone who is emotionally and mentally abusive and gaslighting and all this stuff that like real villains do in real life. And I'm like She's a psychological hey. villain. Yeah. And she's very fun. Yeah, but not for those reasons, but I mean when her in song her, is fun. in her deviousness. She's very, it's, she's very humorous. She's got some good one-liners, some good singers. But she's a villain. She's not good. <laughs> so I'm gonna make sure people understand that. I just thought she was, she's one of the most interesting villains I've seen in a while. I mean, while. she's got good, like very cutting remarks, yeah. and it's it's very entertaining. Um. So yeah. Rapunzel grows up with Mother Gothel and Mother and Gothel's so I'm gonna just call her Gothel. She's so paranoid about losing this power that she keeps Rapunzel locked in a tower. Um, a very amazing looking tower. This tower is the design they put in, the art they put into making this tower. This animated tower. I think it's so lovely. And it's I mean, I I I was looking at it and I'm like, I can't see any like references of where they may have gotten ideas from. It's just a wildly imaginative little tower. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like like oh they took you know, an idea from whatever, but no, it looks a hundred percent original. <clears throat> I mean, it looks like it could have been inspired by like German. Well, I mean, yeah, the the kind of architecture. Stone. Sure. I don't. But know. I mean, it's not like they took you know Cinderella's castle, you know. 
Sleeping Beauty's Sleeping castle. Beauty's castle. Yeah. Mhm. I don't know. Mhm. Mhm. Mm. <laughs> um So when our movie kind of starts after that prologue, Rapunzel, it, her birthday is coming up, she's going to turn 18 and she has finally gotten the courage to ask Gothel if she can leave the tower and see the go find the lanterns because every year on her birthday she sees floating lights. I I blame Mother Gothel for this this. Who else sort are you of, gonna blame? Well, no, I mean because a her name is still Rapunzel. Isn't that the name that her parents gave her? Because we're introduced to her as Rapunzel. Sure. In the Zachary we Levi don't really narration. know because yeah, her parents don't have any lines. So, so her name is still Rapunzel from when she was born, and her birthday is the same. I was thinking last night. So I'm like, like, why wouldn't Mother Gothel have changed her name and changed her birthday? So then, then we, those lanterns would have been just completely irrelevant. What it would have been like a then like we, seeing a comet. We wouldn't you know? have a story. Just because she's evil and devious doesn't mean that she's super, super smart. Well, she is super, super smart. Sure, she's sure, just sure, sure, super lazy sure. also. She's like, I don't want to change your name or your birthday. Ah, uh, think of another day. Are you kidding you me? Think of all this fake paperwork. Uh, Forget it. Just, no one will find you. You're never going to leave, right? Hoisted um, on her own petard. Of course. So she, she gets the courage to ask. And of course, she's shot down. We get a wonderful um, musical number. That musical number is Mother Knows Best. Fucking delightful. It's pretty fun because there's some, again, some good lines that and make it's, you laugh. It's the the whole animation sequence in this is just so clever. I mm-hmm. mean, it's I mean, it's it's Disney clever. Yeah, like like friend like me, like you see you you're actually seeing what he's singing about. It's just it's so fun, and I mean, I know it's not acted, you know. But, but it kind of is. But it kind of is. Yeah. And it's... Just, it's the animators and, are acting. It's acted well. And I don't want to forget, before this song, we do get um, our I want our hero, our heroine's um, I want song. Everyone has one. When Will My Life Begin, sung by Rapunzel, mm-hmm. where she's describing what she does during the day. It's the, the pandemic anthem. And seriously, watching this, either <laughs> during the pandemic or now we're post-pandemic, and she's going through everything she's done in her day, and it's like it's like only seven fifteen in the morning. And she's she done starts all this. at seven. Yeah, she's it's clean. A, she's read it's books. Such a, I see it in such a different way now. Now that we've all we all know what it's been like being at home, and especially at the beginning of the p- pandemic, when you're like, oh, I'm going to do this and this and this. I'm going to learn how to make bread, and I'm going to. And then you're like, oh my god, it's like ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I've done twenty things. Oh, am I and recording? That's, oh, I am recording. Okay, I have to make sure. I was going to smack you. Um, that's Rapunzel's life. I mean, she's locked up all day and she paints and reads books and... Plays games with her chameleon. She has uh, Pascal, her pet chameleon, who is adorable, of course. Um, yeah, but she wants to get out. She wants to know when her life will begin. And according to Mother Gothel, Mother Knows Best, you're never going to leave. You're never, ever I mean, she's me again. It is perfect gaslighting where she's convinced Rapunzel that there's all these yeah. horrifying the world's a scary place threats and dangers outside Which, yeah she's kind of I mean, right not only is a night full of terrors but so is just the outside world in yeah. general every person you meet is going to have sharp pointy teeth and will try to eat your face off 
and there's all other all kinds of other weird yeah. shit. Yeah. Um. So Rapunzel's like, oh, well, okay, yeah, I, you're right. I'm not gonna. Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for keeping me safe. See, I mean, it's totally. Mother Gothel could start abusive. Her, her Nexium cult. Oh, it's such a cult. <laughs> um, but then uh, Flynn Rider comes into the story. He's uh, a thief. He's stolen something from the castle. He's um, trying to escape, and um, he happens to find the tower. He stumbles upon the tower, and he climbs up with little arrows because he's very strong and handsome. I, I blame the kingdom for this one. Sure. They can find a single flower in the entire kingdom. But they can't find this tower. But they can't find a big-ass tower in the middle oh. of a lush valley. Nope, but Flynn found it. So he goes into the tower, climbs up to the top. The only entrance that we know of, I mean, we find one. Mother Gothel knows of a different one, but as far as we can see from the tower, there's no entrance except climb up and go through the window, which he does. And um, there he's met with a frying pan. And hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. Rapunzel and her frying pan. She knocks him more than once on the face with this thing. Flynn Rider in the wardrobe is one of the funniest. Oh, my God. It was as funny as the family guy and the frog. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's right up because it's the same same thing thing. she's trying you know he's unconscious so he's basically a dead body yeah and she's trying to stuff him in a closet and his body is just flopping everywhere and it's funny um because she's yeah she's to hide him because gothel's gonna come back and she's planning at this point of telling gothel about him right because she's she's like you said i can't defend myself or i'm not brave enough yeah look what what I i did But then Gotha comes back and was like, um, well, freaking out, just being crazy. Yeah. Um, but then, um, is this when Rapunzel tells her, this is what, okay, this is what I want for my birthday. If I can't leave the, she wants the white paint or whatever. If I can't leave the tower, I want these paints. And to get these certain paints, it's like a three day journey somewhere. Cause I think, I think there are homemade paints, which I think Mother Gotha uses like shelves. From wherever. Okay. But this is, of course, to get Gothel out of there for yeah. three days. Um, because she's like, I, I thought it would... has ideas for a, a yes. journey. She's like, I just thought it would be a better idea than, you know, leaving the ca- leaving the tower. And Gothel's like, fine. Okay. I'll go. So Gothel goes. And uh, she lets Ryder Flynn out. And, you know, he eventually wakes up and tries to give her the smolder. But she's like, take me to see the lanterns and I'll tell you where I hid your satchel. I'll give you your satchel back because she hid it when he was unconscious. She saw inside the satchel was a crown. Yeah. I like how she doesn't know what it is. And she's like putting it on her wrist. You know, and Pascal's like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. I do like when she puts on her head and Pascal has that (gasps) moment of shock. He's like, "Mm, no. Mm -mm, No. It's funny. Pascal is very funny. Uh Uh-huh. For a non-speaking character, he mm-hmm. is also goddamn delightful. Yeah. So Flynn agrees. Okay, I'll take you to see the lanterns. Let's let's go into the world. And she finally lets herself out of the tower with her hair, and she, she touches grass out. for the first time. Yeah, she's freaking out. She has like a moral crisis, which <laughs> I love because that's such a that's a good little montage. That's a, such a thing that would happen, you know? Yeah, like a crisis of conscience. Sure. Like, a, I have to do this, but oh my God, I'm the worst person yeah. alive. It's cute. 
And um, Flynn, he's like, you know what? You because he doesn't want it. He, he just wants his bag back yeah. with the. He's not really crown. into this right now, so he's trying to scare her off. So he's like, oh, you know what? I know a place where we can get some lunch, because knowing that it's a scary bar with a bunch of scary people. What's or, it called? The something duckling. The snuggly duckling. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yeah. In which I want that sign. The snuggly duckling. So they go to this like pub, and yeah, it's full of like scary men. It's basically bad guy bar. Bad guy bar. It'd be like a biker bar in medieval times. And but of course, Rapunzel charms. She wins them over. She charms the pants song and out dance. them. You know, haven't you ever had a dream? And he's like, of course I have. I want to be a pianist and I want to do, you know, I want to find love. And so they sing, the, I have a dream. fucking I mime. Dream. Oh my God, the mime. And this is where we see Paula Tompkins. <laughs> it's like the cherub guy or whatever. He's just a short thug. Yeah. Who they've given wings to to mock, I'm sure. <laughs> so Flynn's plan backfired. She's not scared off. She's just even more jazzed to get out into the world. She's like, that was so much fun. Oh, my God. And then the guards show up, so then they sneak out. Yep, and then they start getting chased by these, by, well, Maximus, our our horse that has been after Flynn this whole time. They're being chased by the Stabbington brothers and Mm -hmm. the guards, because the Mm -hmm. the guards want the thief, and Mm -hmm. the Stabbington brothers want their loot back. Yeah. So yeah, they've got he's got enemies all over the place. So chase ensues, lots of fun action set pieces that look like Utah. Arch. It does look like Red Rock, Red Red Rock, <laughs> like Arches National Park mm-hmm. or something. Um, and they the, end up the like in a sluice ride, <laughs> the water slide ride. Yeah, and they end up in this uh, cave with, that's filling up with water, and it's so dark. He's like, I can't see. How do we get out of here? It's too dark. And she's like, Well, my hair glows. And so she makes her hair glow. Oh, because they're admitting stuff, like, sort of. Oh, he's like, Because they're, they're facing their death. He's like, my real name is Eugene Fitzher. It's like, Fitzherbert? Oh, I, have, I have magical hair that glows when I sing a song. She's like, wait, I have magical hair that glows. And so she makes it glow, she sings her little song, and then go underwater. And so they can see where they need to go underwater. Mm-hmm. They manage to escape. Um, he's freaking out about her hair. <laughs> Why does her hair glow? <laughs> her hair glows. We're alive. We're alive. I didn't see that coming. Eugene. The hair actually glows. Eugene. Why does her hair glow? Eugene. What? Um, but then he finds out that it also has healing powers because he has a cut on his hand. <laughs> and she's like, don't freak out. She wraps her hair and on. wise little Pascal as like the little guru. <laughs> and he points to his little hand. <laughs> and just, oh, my God. He's just I a little a Yoda character. Uh, yeah. She's, she's like, don't freak out. She sings her little flower song, and his hand is magically healed. He's like, oh. Um, but you can tell they're starting to, you know, they're warming to each other as all um, couples do in Disney movies. And But then that's when Mother Gothel catches up to them. Ye- right? It's, it yeah, means after the, the camp. The first time, yeah. And she's like, I'm taking you back. And Rapunzel's like, no. Because Mother Gothel has found the crown. Yes. And Mother Gothel now knows... Exactly what's going on. That she's on the verge of finding out... That Rapunzel's on the verge mm-hmm. of finding out who she is, too. I know that she's going to know that I yeah. know that she knows. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, is that when she's like, I'm going to take you back? 
but then she's like, she gives, she's like, I'll prove to you. And she gives oh, Rapunzel the satchel with the crown. She's like, I'll it. prove to you that he's only after yeah. this. He doesn't care about you. He's only after this crown. And then the. Because in the meantime, she's made a deal with the Stabbington yeah. brothers. Who then kind of knock him unconscious and then tie him up in a boat and make it look like he's sailing. Well, that's. <coughs> sailing off, right? Sure. That's jumping forward. Uh, okay. Uh, that's what I'm doing. I don't remember what happened after that. Well, because they get to the town. Oh, the kingdom. I forgot. Yes, I forgot they the, go to the, the best part. It is where she gets her hair braided by like three Annas. <laughs> well, braided, those three little girls are braiding each other's hair. And it's regular girl hair. Yeah. <laughs> I like when Flynn's like, check this out. And the girls, it's it's like jackpot mm-hmm. for hair braiders. Oh, yeah. And her hair looks good. I love when it's braided. It has it's like a giant loaf of challah bread. With flowers. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And she's dancing, and she's won the whole town over. Yeah, we. Yeah, I forgot. This is the whole. It's a fair. It's a carnival almost. This basically. is the song too, where they see he takes her to see the lanterns because they're there. They're at the place, yeah, and it's a very. I got a little teary. I I teared up, of course, when the we cut to the father. Oh, the father's. He's a tear. Like, <laughs> Me too. I was like, he's <laughs> done this ceremony 18, for eighteen years. years. And he can't do it anymore. Because the reason why they let the lanterns go on her birthday is that they're looking for her still. And it'll let her way home. Yes. And so you see the dad, you see this tear roll down his face. And I'm going, oh, shit. I bet Sean is tearing up, Because I can't handle old men crying. <laughs> they do about it like their daughter. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, it's the mom who's the strong one. Well, She's, yeah. you know, getting him Someone's ready. Someone's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, they light, which they light their little... Flying, glowing lanterns, which is a major fire hazard. Well, They're sending flaming lanterns into the air to go willy nilly. It's gonna land. How in the is water. it not like a fucking? Like, they all land in the water. You would hope, sure. They've done it eighteen years in a row. Come on, and uh, Rapunzel and. Uh, Flynn, they're in the little boat, and she's watching with rapture, and and they sing. They a have duet. their own little lanterns. Yeah, they let their lanterns go and they sing their duet. And at last I see the light. Okay. And it's like the fog Great. is lifted. Very good. And that's when you're like, oh, I didn't know that Chuck could sing. That's what I thought when I, I first saw this movie. I don't know that he could. I think he, I mean, I think he. Well, he's done Broadway. Oh, has he? Yeah. Prior to, oh. Yeah, show tune shit. Oh, good for Zach. And probably church choir, because he's churchy. Is or was? He is. He's oh. not like, is he like that Chris, kind. Is he like Chris Pratt churchy? I don't even think he's that. Oh, okay. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I hey. mean, he's just a good guy. I, I didn't know that he... But yeah, he has sung. He is a singing person. Like I, I assumed he had to get some like lessons for this role, but I guess not. Good. I mean... He's got a nice voice. He, he has a nice voice. He can hold. He can carry a tune. <laughs> All right, uh, Zachary, you can carry a tune. Good job. Well done. Good you. on you. Well done, you. So yeah, they have their little kind of rom- romantic moment. They almost kiss, but then he sees the Stabbington brothers. And yes, they and this him is over. when they do the that we talked about. Yeah, and he gets sort of ambushed, mm-hmm. which we think by the brothers who tie him up, mm-hmm. send him on. And then Mother Gothel They sent him back towards the kingdom. Yeah. Gothel finds um, Rapunzel again. She, and the, she's like, look, 
and she there he is. and she pretends to. She makes it seem like she rescues Rapunzel from the brothers, mm-hmm, which it's all planned because they've given her Rapunzel the impression that Flynn sold her out to them mm. in exchange for the crown. Because she does see him sailing back towards the yeah. town, but he's unconscious and tied up. We find out he's yeah, he's unconscious, tied up, and but at the we're, she's like. <gasps> How could he? And you know, mother knows best. I told you. I didn't want to say I told you so. so then, I love her mother knows best reprise. Mm-hmm. Rapunzel knows best. Like it's so evil. Yeah. Like it's, oh, you know best. You know uh, what you're doing, it's right? Textbook gaslighting. Oh, it's so good. So like then we're back at it's so bad that it's good. Yeah. So then we're back at Rapunzel's tower. I don't tower. condone any of that. Uh huh. And Rapunzel's. Realizing that, oh yeah, everything my mother said was right. Oh man, you know, I never should have laughed. Mm-hmm. Men are horrible, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she, and then she has an epiphany because she's got her little cloth with the sun. Yeah, she saved a little cloth from the the kingdom from the little party. Fair. The fair has the little corona on it. No, because it is the kingdom of Corona. So. We we can assume that Rapunzel is about 18 and a half, 19 years old. Because she's been in the tower for 18 years. She was stolen when she was a baby. Uh-huh. Sorry, I was reading. Yeah, why are you reading shit? No, you know, my uh, friend Katie. Kate? Mm-hmm. Practical gemologist. Okay. Because I had had on our Instagram a picture of the... The painting of the girl on the swing. The painting of the girl on the swing. What? <laughs> I got it. You know, Google oh, yeah. um, uh-huh. girl on the swing. And I said, um, this movie's visual style was based on this painting. And I was like, any guesses? Because I didn't, I hadn't revealed what movie we were doing next. Oh, you're playing games with your social media people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, Katie said, for the first time in forever. And I was like, oh, so close. I'm like, same universe. I'm like, and because this painting is in that movie when Anna's singing uh-huh. for the first time. She, yeah, because she, when she jumps, she it, jumps and she lines up with the painting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh my God, I feel silly. She's like, I literally got married to I see the light. <laughs> and so I was going to comment on that. Oh my God. Uh, cute. Anyway, <laughs> anywho, sorry, I haven't stopped reading comments during recordings. What were you saying? So Rapunzel yeah. is about 18 and a half, 19 years old. Well, because she tells me I've waited 18 years. Yeah. So yeah. she... She's legally an adult. In well, no, no, I'm not, not getting that. That's not what okay. I'm getting at. I don't know what I you're getting at. don't give a shit. Wow. Rapunzel in the fairy tale was like 13, so... Gross. And had twins. Thank you for aging her up. So... And <laughs> had twins. Uh-huh. Because, yeah, in the fairy tale, she gets sent out. And then someone had to guess her name. No, that's oh my <laughs> God. Continue. So, anyways, so she's making connections with this cloth in her hand. She's seeing the things she's been painting, which are which were all like guided by her subconscious. And Frankie is freaking out. Hey, stop playing with candy. Uh huh. Continue. Why are you commenting during the? <laughs> I'm just saying. I love that song. So, I mean, she's been painting all her life, and it's influenced subconsciously by her babyhood memories. Yes, they just kind of... Because, so she remembers her mobile as the sun, mm-hmm. 
Now, she was a baby. Yeah. Under well, one. Hey. You don't get formative memories until like weirder things at the have... most two years old. But again, magical flower, magical hair. Her hair heals, cuts so. on hands. Yes. I totally believe that so. this could happen. So she does have a, a lucid memory of seeing her parents looking at her in her little crib thing. It's been okay. known I mean, to happen. Isn't there like some, a few cases where people... No. Okay. But it happens in yeah, sure. Disney movies. Thank you. So Suspension. So she does it. Well, yeah. Ma- again, magical hair. Heals hands. Single drop of sunlight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the words to their little flowers. I mean, song. Mother Gothel has a living time machine, basically. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, yeah, she... It all comes flooding back. And I. this is another scene that I love where she remembers. Mm-hmm. And Mother Gothel comes up the stairs. What's all that noise? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I'm a lost princess. Oh, please speak up, Rapunzel. You know how I hate the mumbling. I am the lost princess, aren't I? Did I mumble, Mother? I'm thinking of did I stutter? <laughs> she should have said that and be like, oh my God, it's like the office. Um, yeah, it's like, a, I got the chills. Yeah, because I, I mean, you see a stern Rapunzel face. Yeah, she's not this flighty kid who's flipping around on well, her yeah, hair she, yeah, painting I mean, anymore. she goes from timid, scared of, you know. She's been through some shit now. She almost kissed a guy. She's. And she liked it. And she liked it. I'm not, I'm not putting that sound by then. Please do not. That song is so <laughs> problematic now. Uh, um, and then... Yeah. And Mother Gothel's like, well, shit. So Rapunzel is going to try to get back to the kingdom to rescue Flynn, who she's then told he's going to get executed. Mm-hmm. Handsome Flynn. And so now a struggle ensues. We don't know what happens. And Flynn manages to escape prison. Mm-hmm. Yep, he does. With the help of his Max new friend Max, Max the horse. I like the, Max the police horse, basically. I like when he gives them a bag the of apples. apples. I bought I, them! Most, most of, of them. <laughs> the look on Max's face. Because Max is, is, he's lawful good. Yeah, he doesn't 100%. He's by the law. He doesn't really trust thieves. Yeah. <laughs> but they've, uh. they, they have, a, they've made an accord. They Yes. There's a parlay between the two of them. There's a there's a quid pro quo. So Max races Flynn back to the tower. Mm-hmm. Flynn gets up there and we see Rapunzel is chained up. Mm-hmm. And then he gets yeah, this shanked scary. by Mother God. He gets stabbed. I forgot that there's yeah, a stabbing. He gets stabbed Loki style. Yeah, right under the armor. Right, right in the ribs. And I'm like, geez, well, this is a PG movie. It's the first one, isn't it? No. First animated PG? You mean first animated? I don't. Actually, <sighs> I don't know. But I'm like, I don't think anyone's gotten stabbed at a human. Like, I know that Maleficent gets stabbed when she's a dragon by a sword. This is the first animated Disney princess film to get a PG rating. Princess. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's, well, the... that's essentially what I meant. I mean, okay. I thought you were just say animated in general. Not all their anime movies no. are princess movies, and no, they're no. not all G. 
all the princess ones. Yeah. Were yes. Prior. That to makes this. sense. That checks. But yeah, he gets stabbed. There's no blood. You don't see blood until he pulls his shirt away. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, the stabbing, see, there's no gaping wound. There's you no see. like hole in his back or ribs. But I was still kind of like, woo, home, Gothel. Um, and Rapunzel's like, let me heal him with my hair and I'll do whatever you want. And I'll come with you, yes. <sighs> Which. Just le- we can leave him here. Just let me heal him. And part then- of me is like, oh my God, she's going to yeah. save him. And part of me is like, bitch, don't fall under her spell again. But she's trading one life for hers. Yes. Yeah. She's giving up her life That's for a man. That's the hero's sacrifice. Giving up her life for a man. And then when she... She's giving up her life for true love. Sure. Which is what Disney movies do. Yes. Yeah. Consent or no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Consent or no, yes. Flynn Rider does not ask for this, yes. It's without his consent. He did not ask if he could cut her hair off. That's the only way to save her. He didn't ask. Maybe she wants her healing hair. Well, tough shit now. So yeah, she starts to heal him, and then he's like, "No, you can't do this." So he takes the shard of glass from the broken mirror, slices all of her hair off, which is a very cool scene. So dramatic. It's very dramatic because her hair turns brown. No more blonde, because the hair's dead, <laughs> and dead people have brown hair. But <laughs> my brown hair is dead. Your brown hair, dead. Black hair, deader. <laughs> But she looks so cute with her short brown hair. Yeah, of course. Come on, guys. She's fucking adorable. She's like, oh my God, now I can't. And she's upset, not because her hair is gone, because she can't save him now. Mm-hmm. So now we do, we've... Because he knows that that's the only reason why Mother Gothel wants her. Yeah, and he doesn't so want... So if you take away the one thing that she wants, then there's no reason for her to... She's She was going to give her life for him. He wants to give her life, his life for her. Because yes. if she goes with Mother Gothel, she's dead. Her, For her, it means... Her freedom for his life. For him, it's his life for her freedom. Yes, there you go. So. Put that in the show notes. No. <laughs> um, so she's like, oh my God, my hair. And then he's like, Ugh. he's kind of dies. And that kills Mother Gothel. Well, yeah, Pascal trips her. Well, well she, as was soon gonna, as, she was dead on the way down. Yeah. As soon as her hair is gone. The magic is broken. The magic is broken. She really rapidly ages. She, she holy, she... Last Crusades it, basically. I was say, she, she Shyamalan olds it. <laughs> the new Shyamalan movie. Maybe. We don't know how that We don't actually, know yet. We don't really know the mechanics. She gets it. really old really fast, and she's like, ah! She's freaking out because she doesn't like old people. And then a little chameleon commits murder. Basically. And then right? she's like... Commits manslaughter. Oh, look at You're heading towards the window. I'm going to trip you. So he trips her. She falls out the window. And I couldn't remember. I was like, are they going to show her hit the ground? I would love if she they- hit the ground. Show her, hit the ground. Well, no. I mean, she's hooded. It's an empty cloak. There's nothing in it. What are you talking about? Is it ash? No, she just, she's already gone by the time she's out the window. (laughs) It made a thump. What? Yeah, there's weight to a cloak. Sounded like a dead body. I would have much preferred if she hit the ground and exploded into a cloud of dust. (laughs) That would have been cool. That would have been very cool. Like Voldemort, just pieces of ash. Yeah. (laughs) That would have been, because my memory was that's how that happened, but it it didn't. Like, ah. I kept waiting for them to cut away before anything no. hit the ground. And no. I was like, still following it. It's like, floof. Body. It would have been cool if like bits of bone went flying out. and Gross. You see like. Pascal's like. A hand with like one middle finger pointing up. Like Coraline. Isn't there like a skeleton hand? Yeah. That like that. That, the Edward Scissorhand that uh, chases her and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
yeah, Mother Gothel's dead. Flynn is about to die. He's pretty much dead. Rapunzel's crying, but guess what? Well, he die. He does die. He does die. Yeah, he he beasts it. Sure. And she says, and she bells it. She she <laughs> roses it. Yes, rose petals it. Basically, I loved you. Whatever. Dun, 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 her magical tear. Yeah, she a tear drops onto his cheek, and guess what? Her tears are magical. It's we imbued known. with the sunlight flower Would her, magic. Is she like peed on him? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a very German version. <laughs> I just ruined the movie, guys. I'm so sorry. She, her, go, she her, golden showers him her, her from her eyeball. Her golden tear romantically falls onto his cheek. Or, and a, little... or a single drop of pee. <laughs> we don't actually see where that drop came from. We see one tear coming on her oh. cheek, but then the tear that hits his cheek. We don't know where that one came from. Anyway. Hits his cheek. So and now, little... now she's peed on him. Okay. I'm convinced she peed okay. on him. A son appears and he comes back to life. He's She has saved him with her magical tears. Her and, hair has not come back to life. And then we flash forward to my second emotional scene. Where she finds where, where the, meets the parents. The guard runs in to oh, the yeah. to the to king the and queen's chambers, and he's wordless. He just nods, eyeballs wide open, and, and nods. They know, they know exactly what he's saying. Yeah. Your daughter is back. How do they? How does the guard? How does she convince the guard that who she is? Doesn't matter because like in, if this were a like movie movie, that would be. The next obstacle of like convincing, you know, it'd be four hours, and long. it would be well, it would be like the one guard who's belligerent, like no, and then the other it's guy's the like par- no, it's the parents who recognize their child and smack the guard be, out of the it way. It wouldn't be emotional, yeah. right? It doesn't have that emotional beat yeah. that this does. But yeah, the guard's reaction is like, I was like, yeah, <gasps> and then she sees her parents, and, and you she see looks her, just like her mom. You see her mom, you're like, oh my god, it looks like Mandy Moore. I mean, doesn't looks like Rapunzel, but you know what I mean, yeah, but. Brown hair, but they well, do, they all have and they brown have the hair. same eyes. And you know what, Jake Gyllenhaal could play the king too, with the beard again with this fucking Gyllenhaal. Right, I thought of that actually when the parents were young. I was like, dang, it's like Gyllenhaal with the beard. You know how he loves his fucking beards. I fucking hate this so much. <laughs> you get like two generations of Gyllenhaal. Oh god, he could play two roles for fuck's sake. And Maggie could. Oh, that'd be gross. Yeah, what is wrong with you? She looks like with the short brown hair. I just it's his sister, you grosso. <laughs> God. She can play They're not the Lannisters. <laughs> Jesus. We don't know. We don't know how they do it in, in other Arendelle. In, we don't know what this kingdom is called. We don't called. know what they're like in Hancock Park. Is this is this is this kingdom named at all? Corona. It's the kingdom of Corona? Mm-hmm. Kingdom Corona. Thanks for the virus there, Corona. Yeah. Our daughter was born in Corona. She's Rapunzel. She's not. She, um, she's more like Gothel. <laughs> Rude, but true. Um, so yeah, she beats the, you know, the, she's reunited with the parents who still don't have any lines. That's okay, because the emotions are all over the face. I got teary. And Actually, then, this is the third time that I got choked up. The second time was the lanterns. Like I just oh, recovered. I just recovered from the, from the scene dad. dad. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got some breath. And then in, the lanterns. And then all the lanterns light up. And the last. It's like when she sees like the one. Like, okay, that's sweet. And, and then, then you see the whole kingdom. Like 
from like overhead, you see them all lighting their lanterns. Yeah. And then they all take off. It's a then, I was like, wonderful oh, visual. God. Yeah. Oh, the feels. The feels hurt. <sighs> um. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Parents reunited. And then um, we find out that after years and years of asking. Oh, we're not going to do this bullshit, are you? I finally said yes. I hate that so Eugene. much. Eugene. I hate it so much. They get married. It's fun. I think they're yeah. cute. I do Lots like. Lots of kissing I like going the follow-up. Is it a full movie that, or was it a short? No, it was a short. It was a short, right? Because Maximus and Pascal lose the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chaos ensues. Chaos There's ensues. There's cake flying everywhere. There's, yeah. She's got her short hair. Yeah. But then the, the Disney TV show, Rapunzel's Tangled Adventures, she's got the long hair. So it's like pre- Is it, oh, it's a prequel? <laughs> Pre-Eugene. Pre-escape. I don't know. She's got long hair. Is Mother Gothel on that? I don't actually. I have no fucking clue oh. when it is. But I know so she it, has but the it's long, long blonde hair. Though. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because this shit ain't ever growing back. No, it's going to look like her mama's hair. Well, both her parents have it'll brown grow, hair. It'll grow, but it'll I know, be but both her parents it'll have brown hair. Dead brown. Um. Okay. Dead brunettes. Okay. And yeah, that is our... That is happily ever after. Um... A little history of this movie. Mm, okay. So it, it's been in production for a long. It was you know back and forth from like the mid nineties. In two thousand, Frankie say hello. <laughs> She's starting to sound like the other one. In two thousand three, the film was announced as Rapunzel Unbraided, as a computer animated feature scheduled for a two thousand seven release. Um, uh, at the time, d- the director was going to be Glenn Keane. Mm-hmm. You know, his lead animator on Aladdin. Everything. Yeah. The Beast, blah, blah. Um, he described it as, hold on to your butts, a Shrek-like version of the film. What does that mean? It was going to be like Shrek. But what does that mean? <sighs> it, um, was it revolved around an entirely different concept um, than what we got. Does Rapunzel Keen, have like horrible danger for Keen said of the original plot... It was a fun, wonderful, witty version, and we had a couple of great writers. But in my heart of hearts, I believed there was something much more sincere and genuine to get out of the story. So we set that aside. Went back to the roots of the original fairy tale. Smart choice, Mr. Keen. No one wants to see Rapunzel Shrek. Well, I don't know what that means, It was good, probably just like... Wacky? Wacky. More slapsticky? Yes. More like a, a meta? Fart jokes. Well, maybe not, but... It's Disney. They don't do fart <laughs> But it'll be more meta, be more referential bet, and yeah. stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be infused with Imbued? pop culture. No, it'd be infused okay. with pop culture. And then, get this, Mr. Michael Eisner himself mm-hmm. proposed using modern day San Francisco as the initial setting of the start of the movie. Why? And then transport the heroine Back into in a fairy tale world. So like opposite... So, Enchanted? Enchanted? Yeah, no, no thanks. But Keen couldn't, he couldn't make that work. Let's, yeah, opposite let's leave Enchanted. It in, let's leave it in medieval Germany. Well, I think technically, I think Corona is in Spain. They're Spanish? Mm-hmm. She's blonde. Well, there's blonde <laughs> Magical. Spanish. I know. I'm just saying she'd, you wouldn't think that. But uh, I think technically okay. the kingdom of Corona is like Spain. Across the sea from Arendelle. 
from Ariandel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. That was... R- Are you saying that they're Nazis? What? No, I'm saying that they're very white. Well, because they're Scandinavian and... And Scandinavian. In Frozen 2, there's some people of color. Yeah, the indigenous ones that whose lands have been invaded by the... Yeah, it's a... By the blonde, blue-eyed people. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you, you give us our land back. You, you Ariandales. <laughs> God. Anyway, we're not talking about Frozen. Um, um, so for her audition, Mandy Moore sang the song Help Me, which is a Joni Mitchell song. And it's on her, it's also a song on her fourth studio album, Coverage, which is in my top 10 favorite albums of all time. I don't know that I, I can name one Mandy Moore song. Well, Coverage, they're not. Herself. No, I know. No, I know. But I mean, I'm just saying in general. Candy. Her first hit from 1999. It rhymes with her name. Yeah. And she uses that to her advantage oh in that song. Oh, my God. Love always. Mandy. Um, what? I'm missing you like candy. Yeah. Missing you like candy. She hates that song. I I also hate that song, I think. <laughs> Uh, I hate the song that I just heard. Yes. She's got an interesting career because she started off as a, you know, they pushed her as a competitor with Brittany and Christina and Jessica because it was all at the same time. Mm-hmm. She was the youngest of the bunch. Because she was super, like 16 or something when Candy came out. Weird. Yeah. Uh, and then she turned away from that that pop life and she was like i want to do more adult contemporary like stuff okay. like like Joni Mitchell and okay the people she covers on coverage which again listen to that album it's so good uh i listened to, i used to listen to that every day when i was working in the mortgage cuz it i would listen to it on my way home cuz it de-stressed me out Oh, anyway, okay. and then she's like, you know what? I, I want to act. She's that's what in like in high school and stuff. She did like musicals. She was very much a performer, not like a pop singer. Mm-hmm. Um, so she does a walk in the clouds. Walk on no. the clouds. Walk. Walk to remember. Walk to remember. Where she dies. Yeah. Yeah. Walk to remember and. Well, Princess Diaries, of course. Lana. She plays bitchy Lana. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was 2001. I mean, that was, she was very young then, too, obviously. I forgot about that. But yeah, she was like, she was a talented one or whatever, right? Well, she was the cheerleader. She was the Sharpay. She was mean and yeah. she tricked yeah, yeah, yeah. Mia, whatever. That's right. Um, yeah, Walk to Remember was a couple years after that with what Shane. Sure. Something. You say it like I, I might know. know. I don't know. And she married that awful man, Ryan Adams. And the he, Canadian? No. Yeah, that singer, Ryan Adams. Oh, I'm thinking and of Ryan he, Adams. No. Not even. Ryan. Was he, he also from like I don't Disney? care. I don't want to talk Is about he a him. Disney he's, person? No, he's awful. Oh. Well. No, he's old. Okay. He's older than us. Okay. Not a Disney person. I, I, he's a I, rock, a rock that's singer. why I ask. Okay, he's a rock singer and he was very emotionally <laughs> abusive. He was Mother Gothel to her. 
Okay, well. And she finally. Well, fuck that guy. Yeah, she finally was able to. She couldn't create any music. That's why there's this huge gap in her music. No, okay. 18 18 years? This is not the Mandy Moore podcast. Yeah, maybe. No, like 10 years. Oh, that's not that far from 18 years. She finally divorced him. Anyway, now she's on, like, This Is Us. She's like, she did release an album last year, and I was very excited because it was her first one since 2009. Anyway, Mandy Moore. History. There you go. The podcast. The podcast. This is the Mandy cast. Um, <laughs> Everyone so, named Mandy. Mandy Patinkin, Mandy Moore. So as a counterpart to the appealing and cute design of Rapunzel, the directors wanted Flynn to be like, quote, the most handsome, most attractive male lead Disney has ever had. And they're like, well, since we can't live action Gyllenhaal this. No, don't even. <laughs> they held a large hot man meeting. Oh, my God. Where they gathered about 30 women. They should have men in there, too. Men should have a say in what men are hot. Yeah. Anyway, 30 women from the studio asked them what they considered attractive in a man. Okay. They brought in hundreds of images of their favorite male actors and celebrities. Uh, after much deliberation, his look was eventually narrowed down to one concept drawing. And someone said, hey, that looks like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> They're like, who's that weird girl Oh, but he can't sing, though. Um, hello. He's done Broadway. Doesn't mean he can sing. Did you see him in Little Shop of Horrors? Have I seen Little Shop of Horrors? Saturday in the Park with George, or whatever the fuck that show was called. Tuesdays with Maury, what? <laughs> they made a musical of that? Fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, my God. I just cried a little. <laughs> we have to pause because I got to pee. One pair of pants later. Uh, okay, the music for this movie, uh, Alan Menken, back. He had taken a brief Is hiatus. Is he still alive? Yes. Okay, just checking. Uh, lyrics by Glenn Slater. Glenn Keane is not alive anymore. He is. Oh, he is? Oh, we, did, we talked about this last night, too. Oh, my we? gosh. Um, no one's dead. Oh, I'm going to find someone dead from this movie. That is really morbid. Um, Menken said that he had attempted to blend medieval music with 1960s folk rock to create the songs, which is apparent on the first song we hear in this movie because it starts with a guitar. Which isn't your typical Alan Menken Disney sound. It's like a guitar and like almost like there's like lutes and mandolins and shit. That's in why here yeah, and, blended. Yeah. Them. Well, like when they go kingdom dancing and stuff. Oh, the kingdom dancing shit is fucking great. Yeah. And then the end credit song, which I love, um, performed by Grace Potter. Who's that? I know that name. Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. I used to listen to her. She's, I think, solo now. Just Grace Potter. Okay. Just a singer. Is she blonde? Uh-huh. Okay. She sings uh, Something That I Want in the end credits. Mm-hmm. It's a joyful song. And I hope you end this podcast with that. I could, yeah. Boom, pop, boom, pop. Or Shoulder can, dancing. Or I can end it with a reading of Grimm's fairy tales or something. <laughs> <laughs> the song I See the Light, sung by Zachary Levi and Mandy Moore, was nominated for Best Original Song. Did not win and said, We Belong Together from Toy Story 3. Music and lyrics by Randy Newman was the winner. And what blew my mind today was that this movie was not nominated for Best Animated Feature. And there are only three movies nominated. 
They couldn't have snuck in a fourth one? Well, is that I mean, weird? It, yeah. I I don't know how that happens or how that works. Cuz I understand if there were 5 nominees and this one didn't get in there. But there's 3 nominees and they didn't want to Well, put I wonder four. what the criteria is to get nominated. Like it's like came that, out in November. I mean, that's Well, I mean, it's like the whole uh what was his name from uh, Mad About You? Paul Schaefer? Nope. Wow. Riser? <laughs> Paul Riser. Like Paul his, Schaefer. He's from... He's, he's Jill- the band leader. He's, yeah, he's a Letterman's guy. Yeah. No, uh, when Paul Riser, like his last season of Mad About You, or Mad About You's last season, he's like, oh, he's a shoe-in for an Emmy now. Mm. But he didn't win because he didn't get nominated because none of his people nominated him. They all dropped the ball. That's shitty. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened. His, his name had never been submitted. Okay. Well, so is this, this is one of those? Disney. This is Disney. Right. So are they all thinking, okay, yeah, we're going to get nominated. We're going to do, but someone didn't, do hard. The, someone didn't do the one thing that they needed to do or what? I just find it hard to th- believe that Disney wouldn't promote this. It was a huge hit. Well, I know, but I mean, so obviously something fell through the cracks. It isn't it's just weird. a, I suppose you I could weren't Google, big enough. I suppose I could Google, why wasn't Tangled nominated? I mean, it's it. like when mega celebrities get left off of In Memoriams, because someone fucked up. So this was not on the It's not like a deliberate I, snub yeah, okay, or whatever. I know, I'm just, it's I was someone, just kind of surprised. That's all. Um, Toy Story 3 won that year. How to Train Your Dragon was nominated. It's a good one. And The Illusionist, which no one remembers. The fuck is the illusion? Is it's that French. Like French, I was going to say. Yeah, it's French. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm saying they probably could have had a fourth movie in there called Tangled. Well, I mean, we had that one year where there was only two songs nominated. And really? What year was that? The year that Brett McKenzie won for oh. Rio, his song in Rio or whatever. Oh, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, this was a hit. It was the eighth highest grossing movie of 2010. I mean, you got Deathly Hollows Part 1 in there, mm-hmm, which opened the mm-hmm, same month mm-hmm. as this. And I, I don't know. There's a lot of movies that came out to Inception, Social Network. They all made a lot of money. Um, the budget? You've heard about Tangled and its budget. I know. It was huge. I think it was like the most. Yeah. I don't know what the most is. I would say $200 million. Tangled spent six years in production at a cost that has been estimated at $260 million. That's a lot of Which, dollars. if accurate, would make it the most expensive animated film ever made and one of the most expensive films of all time, in general. Fortunately, they... Do they at least they, make their nut They back? doubled. They made $592 million. They made half a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, they spent a quarter of a billion dollars, but I mean... And God, thank goodness they made that money back for the most part. That is crazy. You know what else made a lot of money? The DVD. Tangled was the highest grossing DVD of the year, 2011. Its home video sales exceeded the film's earnings in its first week in theaters. God damn. So I don't know if there's a lot of Oof. like afterthought, like, oh, wait, we really like that, so we better buy it. This is still... Before they put it in the vault or whatever the hell Disney is going Before it's streaming on Disney Plus. None of that was even a reality. <laughs> before it could, in, in 15 years or however long yeah. it's been. 
You don't know how to do math. No, I don't know. I don't know how math works. <laughs> Ten years. What do you think the Rotten Tomatoes was? Mm, 85. Uh, 89. So good. good enough to be nominated for Best Animated <laughs> Feature. But whatever. I don't have a Roger Ebert quote. There was none. I, most, but a lot of, most people had positive things to say. The downside was some of them said the songs weren't catchy enough. I'm like, well. I, okay. I would maybe agree with that. There's only like Cause three. This, I mean, this isn't like a, this isn't for me, like Disney animated movies are to some small degree musicals. Okay. This is the least one of the least of those. Mm. Like it's not super musical esque. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more of an it's it is more of like almost a a true action movie. Yeah. You know. So I mean, yeah, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. This movie doesn't hinge doesn't depend on songs. And it's weird because like if the this movie, song if this movie didn't have songs, it'd be fine. If like you the, the character song, okay. I mean, if you look at the songs that are in the movie, only one is sung diegetically. Am I saying that right? Like, I have a dream. People are singing yeah, it. Right. When will my life begin? She's not singing that. She's doing stuff. When it's, we hear her, it's inner monologue. I see the light. They're not singing it yeah. to each other. It's over there, looking at the lanterns and stuff, and they're singing it in their heads. Mm-hmm. To each other, so there it, that takes away some of the musical aspect of it. It's more of a, just a song playing. Because it is just inner monologues that we're hearing in song form. Yeah, which I mean, it's not it's not Rapunzel singing to Pascal or singing to or and it's not Flynn Rider singing to Max or anything. You know, it's yeah, yeah, and yeah. Probably leaving the theater, you probably you probably don't have one of these songs stuck in your head. No. Like and I don't need them. I don't need them. You would with other ones, probably other movies. Yeah. Like there's no training montage to sing mm-hmm. to. There's no. I don't need it. It's fine. This movie's good enough without it. And but after you watch it multiple times, of course you you learn the well, songs sure. and you're like, oh well now yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I Sean is so addicted to his phone tonight that it's making for a shitty. I'm looking at the Tangle trivia now. Wow, that, that's not good to do on air. So in the in the kingdom dance scene, there were over three thousand characters present or people present in that scene. Okay, that is any cameos. It just says it's the loudest crowd scene out of any other Disney film. All right, but all the, the three girls of... do look like Anya, uh, Anna. They do look like Anna, and we know that Rapunzel shows up to the coronation. And it's of almost Elsa. like the same outfit that young Anna wears at times too. <laughs> the little later, they look, it looked kind of Scandinavian-ish, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That would have been three years before Frozen, so who knows? I toe. So, <laughs> I did find. I did. Oh, oh God! I have, a I have a cramp in my toe again, and it's moving on its own. It's the pod cramps. <laughs> I do have cramps. Oh come on! <laughs> Cutting that out too. Uh, okay. So I did. I did find a handful of. Uh, Easter Disney Easter okay. eggs. Okay, run them off really quick. Pinocchio's in the Snuggly Duckling. Wow. Pumbaa and... What? Well, okay. Let me finish. I'm reacting. Pumbaa and Louie. Louie from The Princess and the Frog. Pumbaa from Pumbaa and Timon. Pumbaa. 
He doesn't know his name, guys. <laughs> you know that Puma man. Puma. <laughs> you said Puma. Puma man. The Puma man. <laughs> or also in the in the Snuggly Duckling. Okay. Yep. Cool. Oh. So the idea is that, or this theory is that they're, all three of them are in the Pinocchio, Pumba, and Louie from the Princess and the Frog are all in the in the bar because they're all having a dream. They all have dreams. And oh. this is, the bar is the dream place. It's the mm-hmm. dream palace. Wow. Because, you know, Pinocchio dreams of being a real boy. Sure. Pumba dreams of being accepted mm-hmm. despite having farts. Despite his people and Louis has a dream of being from... a jazz musician. Cool, mm. neat. Um, any scenes you wanted to highlight that you really enjoy? Any? Um, we talked. We talked about how we like anything with Mother Gothel, really, because she's just so good, mm-hmm. and her little her zingers and her musical numbers are pretty good. Oh, that's cute. Another piece of trivia. When when uh, Rapunzel's looking at that mosaic of her, the family portrait, she sees herself and she matches her eyes. There's a musical cue from Ferris Bueller. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like when Cameron's yeah. looking at the... <laughs> at the day in the park. Alan or that. Menken is a John Hughes fan. <laughs> that's funny. There's like a, like a what was it? A clarinet. Oh, funny. Little motif. I guess one day I'll go back and cute. Um, yeah. Any, any other last like you, you know I really like this. No, I I just really like the character design. Mm-hmm. Rapunzel's adorable. Flynn Rider is dashing and he's a hot handsome man. They can't get his nose right and all the. I never get my through, nose right, which is very. Funny. It's a funny running. It's a joke. runner, yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, I mean, he is quite, he he knows how handsome he is. Well, he gives her the smolder. He's got his own personal Flynn mojo. That usually works. I'm, I'm, this is a off day for me. It's an off day for me. Um, I love all the frying pan shit. When she hits herself on the fucking head with oh the frying God. pan. Oh my God. I'm like, almost my looks- eye started watering just thinking of how much that would hurt. Well, and that looks like it was an accident. Like if it was a real person like acting, a, it looks like an animated gag. Like when they when like Bugs Life yeah. would do that gag reel. <laughs> you got a fart. Or you got a cream. Oh my toes! <laughs> okay, screaming. Yeah, it looked like a like it'd be part of a blooper. Yeah, it was funny. Um, I'm like, hats off to those animators who did that. When it just like boop. Um, yeah, some of the comedy beats are really great in this movie. Yeah. What are you staring at me for? No, wait for you to talk. I'm I'm watching you speak. What? Sorry for watching you speak. I'll look in the corner or something. You don't expect Rapunzel to be funny because most Disney princesses don't have that much of a sense of humor. I'm trying to think who is a funny princess. I think Ariel's kind of funny. Mulan, not a princess. She's got a a couple little things. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're getting deep in Princess Laura, then Vanellope is very funny. Sure, that's pretty deep. She's a true princess. She wasn't on that list of heights, though. Yeah, I know. Disney princess heights. Rude. Leia is 4'11". I can't get over that. <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah. 
But yeah, usually, you, you like you canonically, there's not a funny. You don't get the funny princess though. I mean, I think in modern times, like post Disney Renaissance, when things started to change, when they're not the getting, damsel in distress, you get more of a personality. Mm-hmm. And I think Rapunzel was one of the first to really get a good personality in, yeah, infused I mean, in her. A, a much more three dimensional, huh, three dimensional personality. Mm-hmm. Because you think, okay, Jasmine, Aurora, Cinderella, even Belle. I mean, she was too bookish to have. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not saying they didn't have personalities, but they didn't. They're, 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 they're kind pretty of, standard. They're kind of one-dimensional. I honestly think Ariel is a standout. She was, a, she was quirky. And she had uh, aspirations. Well, I, mean, I guess they all do. do but, but, but she was quirkier she had, than the she others. She had much grander aspirations. Yeah, she, you know, didn't, she wanted legs, you idiot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Rapunzel is, I thought she was, she was one of the first funny princesses. And then of course, Flynn. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it, I hadn't seen this in a really long time. Probably not since our daughter was very young. It's not one that I rewatch after she stopped watching Mm it. Yeah. I don't know that I've revisited it. But it's such a joy. It's such a delight. Do you know what Flynn's original name was going to be? It wasn't Eugene? No. Bastion. Oh, that's very sexy. But it's also a very never-ending story. It's very ne- Well, again, well, it was really a Atreyu who was the sexy one, but who doesn't like that name? Well, and then Prince of Persia. Isn't his name Bastion? I don't know. I'm bringing up Jakey Gyllenhaal again. I don't know. That movie doesn't exist to me. I've watched it three times. That movie's dead to me. I've watched it three times. Oh, garbage. It's not hot garbage. It has grown on me. Hot garbage. Yes, it is. Even with Gemma Archer. We can't say her last name. Um, so I want to say Atherton, but that's the character not. from Firefly. Mm-hmm. The dandy. Yeah. Uh, anything else about Tangled? Do you recommend uh, it? I do. Well, of course. It's a del- fucking delight. It's for everyone. The four quadrants. If you're young, if you're old, if you're a boy or a girl, and if you're nine, non-binary. Nine. Nine binary. Nine times. Any person can enjoy this. Thank you. End of TED Talk. And my cat is looking funny, I, but She's got very um, pointy nails today. Your claws are... <laughs> oh, oh, I you got guys. it. Should, yeah, should we pick what next week is? I think we have one more picking and then we have our July 4th planned. Okay. Mm, um, But we still pick for next week because next week is... We should start doing two next week too. Next week is the 27th. Yeah, we got to... Bulk up a few because July is kind of a busy month with like people visiting and stuff. We might so. actually bank a couple. That's gonna we be might weird. bank a couple. We have good, July. It would be a 4th. good habit to. Don't I like? Hey, get your little paw off the knobs, dude. I like my routine. Do that. Recording on Fridays. So. <sighs> we can do two on Friday then. That would suck. No. Can you imagine that? Watch no. two movies on Thursday. Record two no. episodes on Friday. Oh God! What number am I? Oh, doing? I don't even know. I'm all messed up. Frankie, pick a number. Let me find she did. 176? You sure? You sounded like that was a question. 176, because I took off the one for the 4th of July. So oh, okay. it's two less than it was. 
Hey Google, pick a number from 1 to 176. 170. Oh. X-Men something. Got two choices, two options for X-Men. X-Files, the movie. We we watched that. I know. X. X, Triple X. X rated. So another musical? Xbox, the musical. From 1971. X Games. You know, I was hoping we'd get this this year so we could celebrate the the 50th anniversary. God damn, this movie's old. 50th anniversary of this movie. This is the Tangled of Old Movies or something? What? What? Starring Gene Wilder as Mr. Young Frankenstein, Mr. Willy Wonka. Yeah. God, you are so t- <laughs> young Frankenstein. We don't own that, you dumb nut. <sighs> we don't own any of. <laughs> we don't own any of the other movies I've said either. So, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, not Charlie. Willy Wonka and the Charlie Bucket. And the bucket of Charlie's. Oh, what? That's um, a, the horror movie. Nineteen seventy-one. <laughs> That's the movie directed by Eli Roth. A movie that I watched so much when I was younger. Didn't they cancel this movie? Hasn't it been canceled? No, they canceled Charlie. Well, Roald Dahl doesn't like this movie, but he's canceled anyway. Roald Dahl was an old racist. He yeah, because it's I mean. It's, but no one likes Charlie and the Chocolate Factory either, the movie. So people are nostalgic about this one. There's nothing cancelable about it. I mean, Charlie shouldn't have won, but I'll get into that next week. No one should. They, they never should have offered the fucking factory to a random kid. <laughs> you lose. Good day. I'm on his side. But we'll get to that next week. I'm excited because this movie is a fucking blast. They should have just given it to. Mr. Doom from no Roger Vi- Rabbit. Violet should have won. I stand by this. She know she knew. You want someone to run your candy candy factory? She knows so much. Well, about Well, I mean, candy. she was the most qualified. I mean, Mike yeah. TV only he only knew about cowboys and Indians and shooting people. Not till you're twelve, son. I mean this this movie is riddled with bad parents. Well, that's the point. That's yeah. Well, no, I know. That's I mean, on purpose. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, <sighs> it's, a, it's a nightmare of parenthood. Have you? It's been a while since you've seen it. It's been a while, right? I'm guessing you haven't seen this. I, I, I'm sure I've seen this much more recently. I probably than haven't you. seen it in the in the last fifteen years. Wow. Maybe. I mean, I've, I'm sure I've seen snippets in between that. Well, but I'm guarantee at least once a day someone posts a gift from it. Well, I'm I mean, sure. yeah. I mean, it's it's a meme factory. And a Charlie and and a a, factory. And a Charlie Willy Wonka factory. and the Meme Factory. I watched that one. Gross. I would not watch that. That'd be horrible. All right. So next week, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. going out the factory. This will drop on Sean's birthday, guys. Birthday present to him. Send me money. Send him some candy, some everlasting gub stoppers. Okay. Until then, you can follow us on Instagram at Why Do We Own This DVD. You can follow us on Twitter at Why Do We Own This One. Where we've been acknowledged by Kevin Smith. <laughs> He's so excited. <laughs> Highlight of my he, whole Kevin damn Smith, Twitter life. Director of Dogma liked Sean's Dogma tweet. I say Sean because he runs the Twitter. He liked the tweet. 
promoting that made episode. my twitter day that's good um can't, this episode is up and down does it feel weird you're weird oh. Thanks to Brushy One String mm-hmm. for our theme song. I wonder if his link works in the notes now. Uh, you can find all of Brushy's everything at mm-hmm. brushyonestring.com. Thanks to Marlene LePage for our artwork. You cannot find her portfolio <laughs> at marlenelepage.com. Yes, you do. Um, yeah, like and subscribe. Follow. That's the word. You don't say subscribe anymore because we don't charge people. Sure. We're not asking you to subscribe and pay. Just follow. It's a free thing that we're giving you, so just do it. What the hell? Yeah, free entertainment. Don't be dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I, I don't know. That's probably it. All right. I'm going to go watch a Twitch stream now. Wow, that's fun. I'm going to go work on my story. Um, All right. So yeah. until then, Charlie and the... Nope. Willy Wonka. I don't know if it's streaming, but it's not like you haven't seen it, guys. Come on. Let's be real. We will see. I, won- I wonder if it's streaming somewhere. I don't know. But we shall see you next week. Come on. Okay. We don't see you. We will just talk to you. Okay. Bye.